there are things that God has said concerning the church. The church is both the body of Christ spiritually and our assembling together. And it's the universal body of Christ and also the local assembly. When you go to church, you're not wasting your time. We're coming here to set forth something, to set off a spiritual reaction that will produce change, a chain reaction of events upon the earth as we gather together. Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus said, they am I in the midst of them. It is good that we understand what the church is. Hallelujah. And how to uh, relate with it. Mars Monroe told us that where the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Hallelujah. So we're not supposed to abuse the church. We're supposed to know what is the church. How do we, who is the church? What is church anyway? Praise God. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus mentioned that word first. The New Testament. The word which, we, which is translated church is the Greek word ecclesia. Hallelujah. And it encompasses the whole, the called out ones. Praise God. The called out ones. Those who have been called out by God, set apart unto him. Amen. It is the assembly of the free state. Hallelujah. It is the assembling together of Christians. It is the community of the redeemed. When, when God says the church, what he means is the head and the body. Hallelujah. The head and the body. That is the church. That's the real ecclesia. Jesus Christ and the total body of Christ, both in heaven and that are here. When God looks at the church, that's what he's talking about. He's looking at the church in its totality. Amen. For our purpose on the earth, the ecclesia refers to the universal body of Christ worldwide. Jesus said something, set forth some things. I'm reading Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, and or one of the prophets. And he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven, and I say also unto thee, thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. There is a perpetual decree by Jehovah that hell will not be able to prevail against the church. Whatever is happening around the world, it cannot defeat the church. Hallelujah. We win regardless. Bible says that God is for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Who is a member 
of the church. Now, first of all, let us go and, and look at what God said in discerning the body, uh, what he said about the body of Christ. Amen. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12. I'll read from verse 12. It says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Now, let me say this again, all right? The head and the body is Christ. Now, the head starts, stands as Christ. But in the end, it's going to be the head and the body that are anointed with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Christ is actually Jesus and the anointing that he's anointed with. He's the only one who innately is Christ. Amen? The Messiah. Praise God. But in God's sight, who calls the end from the beginning, Christ is the anointed one. The, the head of the body and the whole body are Christ. As we see in the scripture here, it says, our one body so also is Christ. Amen? It says, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Hallelujah. So you become a member of the church. The church is a spiritual body with a physical representation. It is spiritual. Our joint, our membership of Christ or one another is spiritual which means you don't physically see the connection. For you to be a member of the church, you have to be born again. If you're not born again, you can call yourself whatever you like. You're not a church. And you're not part of the body. If you come visit, you're coming to church all the time, you're visiting, but you're not born again. You're not a member of the body of Christ. Now, I'm not saying that, that if you're a, a, a Christian who visits a church, you're not a member of the body of Christ. That's not what I'm talking about. Now, I'm talking about the ecclesia. I'm talking about the body of Christ worldwide. Praise God. To be a member of Christ, you must be born again. If you're not born again, you're not a member of Christ. Hallelujah. He said, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? For if the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where were they smelling? But now had God set many members, every one of them, in the body as it had pleased him. Hallelujah. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet one body. Praise God. We're still going to read the rest of it. But let's talk about this. Amen. We are the body of Christ, the body of the called out ones, those who have been set apart unto God, those who are sanctified, 
That's why we're called saints. The, the church has a way of behaving. Hallelujah. And the church is subject to Christ. The Bible says that, that a wife should submit herself to her own husband, even as the body is subject to Christ. And so, the church is submitted to Christ. And to be submitted to Christ is to be submitted to the doctrine of Christ. To his word. That's why he said, why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not what I say. Hallelujah. Now, the body of Christ is spiritual. If anything is happening to a part of the body, it's happening to all the body. When a part of the body is suffering persecution, it affects the rest of the body. Because the body of Christ is one. Whether we know it or not, that's what's happening. That's why when revival breaks out, if a part of the body is praying so intensely, it will, it will affect the rest of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus said something. He said, when two or three are gathered in my name, they am I in the midst of them. Now, the church also refers to the assembling of ourselves together. And God wants us to assemble together. The only person who does not want us to assemble together is the devil. Now, the, the church is the representative of Jesus Christ upon the earth. The representative of God upon the earth. When God is doing anything upon the earth, God does it through the church. He doesn't do it apart from the church. He does it through the church. He may single out somebody and use the person. And let me say this, praise God, all right? Either you are pioneering something or you are a part of something. There is no sitting at home and be the church. Because God does not give gifts for us to use alone. Hallelujah. Let's read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. This is the basic knowledge of you being able to discern when somebody is of God or not. Somebody insulting Jesus Christ cannot be speaking by the Holy Ghost. You know that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen? Now, there are diversities of gifts, but or diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit himself. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And so God does not anoint you for you. And so sitting at home and claiming to be the church from your home, something is wrong with that. And the scriptures tell us that. 
We have to be, the purpose of us being, being the church is to have fellowship. Father, that they may be as, they may be one as you and I are one. It's for us to be able to gather together and do things and be taught the word of God. There are things that God has said concerning the church. The church is both the body of Christ spiritually and our assembling together. And it's the universal body of Christ and also the local assembly. With every part of the body doing what it's supposed to do to get the whole body functioning. You look at our bodies, all right, we have cells in our bodies, praise God. And all those cells are working together, keeping the organs going. And the organs keep the body going. Praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says that no man should be at ease in Zion. Say, warn to him that is idle in Zion. We all are members of the fruit-bearing body of Christ. We should be bearing fruit as part of the body. We should be taking care of one another. Love one another as I have loved you. Helping each other in the cause of Christ. Now let's keep reading where we stopped earlier. Praise God. For now had God set the members, every one of them in the body as that pleased him, if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are there many members, yet but one body, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of thee. Nay, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Now we're talking about the, the functioning of the body together. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness, for our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacketh, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Everybody is needed. You're carrying something. You, you may be short of something, but you're carrying something that will put me at an advantage if you are available to me. God tampered the body like that so that nobody is independent, so independent they don't, they don't need any other part of the body. The only self-existent one is the Father. Amen? Now, the church, like we said, the church is a spiritual body, but the church is also the gathering of ourselves together. Spiritually, we need one another. We can function let me tell you something, as tough as, you know, you might feel prayer, you know, full of, you know, being able to pray and intercede and do all of that, and a warrior in the spirit that you may think your pastor is, you are needed in this mix. If I stay at home without doing anything, it, just in a little while, all that oil will start evaporating. Because the kingdom of God, God gives you an existence for others. It is in that that you do well. We exist to give. To give something. 
We give God pleasure. We worship him. Hallelujah. We edify one another. We build up one another. We encourage one another. We minister to one another. A pastor, if he stops ministering, he's not going to be himself. When you're not doing what God called you to do in the body, you won't feel good. You'll be like a sick person. And that's why, like we're saying, you must not allow offense to stop you. Because understand it, that anointing with which you minister in your place of assignment is also protecting you. The anointing keeps away the flies. And flies are indicative of demons. Praise the Lord. So when the body is functioning as it should, great things will be happening upon the earth. So the church is a spiritual body. It's a spiritual body first. Amen. But it doesn't end there. I know some people like to say, okay, um, um, the church is, is, is not a building. It's not, it's not, the church is the body, you know, the, the body. Yes, it's the body. But it's not the individual members. The body is not a cell. The body is not an organ. The organ is part of the body. It is the whole thing that is called the body. Is your kidney, kidney the body? We are part of the body. Even a local assembly is part of the body. Even a denomination is part of the body. It is not the body. It's not the whole body. So every denomination needs the other denomination working well. Until we all come to the unity of the faith. Whatever we're doing as a church is spiritual. We're not wasting our time. When you go to church, you're not wasting your time. We're coming here to set forth something. To set off a spiritual reaction. That will produce change, a chain reaction of events upon the earth as we gather together. Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus said, they am I in the midst of them. As we're gathering together, stuff is happening. Kings are gathering. Kings in the realm of the spirit. Our kingship, our priesthood, all of that, are, we are gathered together and things begin to happen. Things begin to happen. Things begin to happen. We're edified. We're being built up. We're being encouraged in the faith. And all those things bring transformation through the renewing of the mind as we are being told things out of the word of God. The Bible says something, that fellowship that we have, that fellowship that we have is set forth a chain reaction. Beyond that, we are, in addition to that, we are cleansed as we gather together. The blood of Jesus is present. First John. Can we go to the first epistle of John? That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life, 
For life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father was manifested unto us, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. These things write we unto you that your joy may be full. This is, then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light. In him is no darkness at all. For if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ. His son cleanses us from all unrighteousness. We walk in the light. Are we walking in the light when we gather together? And we hear the word of God. The word of God is light. So when we walk in the word, we walk in the light collectively and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness.